Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house this morning. Hallelujah. Lord, speak to us today. Lord, speak to us today. Hallelujah. The Lord is powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With just a word, he moves mountains. Mm-hmm. But you want a crowbar or a bulldozer. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You want a big check or you want, you want this or that, but with just a word, he moves mountains. Huh? Sometimes you want a big operation, but with just a word, just a word, huh? As somebody planning a big operation, hmm? They got a plan for weeks in advance, take x-rays, do all these things. Yeah. Do a lot of prep. Do all of these things, amnesia, hours in there, letting them cut on you. But with just a word, uh, just a word. Uh, you think you need a big miracle, but with just a word. Somebody hear me this morning with just a word. If the Lord just speaks it, my problems, poof, with just a word. Eh? With just a word, the new job comes. With just a word, uh, my bill's going to be taken care of. With just a word. But see, we want to see something big before we believe, don't we? We think we've got to think there's got to be at least be some explosion. Mm? Yes, sometimes I find people are amazed when you're just talking soft and they get healed. Oh, no, we got to bring down some thunder. <laughs> we got we to gotta call the sons of thunder. Uh, let's make some noise. If we don't make noise, you know, we, we, all the churches are in competition to see which house God's going to be at today. Uh, isn't that true? We think that. All the churches in competition, who's going to make the most noise? Uh, we think if we make enough noise, then the Lord's going to be in our house this morning. Uh-huh. But the Lord says he's a quiet person. Uh, I guess that's why some churches are quiet. <laughs> they think they're going to get the Lord in their house because they're quiet. With just a word. With just a word, your life changes. It's just a word. You don't have to have no eight-hour deliverance. Uh-huh. A gallon of olive oil? Huh? Huh? Twelve days of fasting and a partridge in a pear tree? You don't have to have all that. Uh, Just a word. With just a word. With just a word. That's all you need, just a word. All the Lord needs to do is just drop a word in your direction and your situation and your problem is fixed. Things you worked at all your life and pains you've had all your life and, and pains you've had all your marriage or pains you've had all your job.
just with the word, things that you think are impossible, and you think it would take such a big miracle to fix that thing in your life, or you even say it's unfixable, you know, because God ain't fixed it, so it's unfixable. But see, the Lord says, I move with just a word, with just a word. Demons was cast out. With just a word, people were healed. Huh? But we want to, we want fireworks. Huh? You know why that's so? Every new year we get excited. But we must have some fireworks. Hmm? Yes, we must have some fireworks. We always buying new clothes for an old year's night. <laughs> but the Bible says put on the new self. He's not talking about fabric, you know. Uh, with just a word. With just a word. See, we think we got to wait to the end of the year. You know, come, come July. You know, some of us come July. Some of us come August, September. All right. Next year. Next year. Sometimes by January the 12th, we say next year. <laughs> next year. We just, we none gave up on this year already, you know. Uh, I think yesterday we, we, we looked out the window and there was a lot of people bicycling, you know. Trying to get in hell for the year. <laughs> I ain't seen them this morning, you know. Uh, they probably calling on the Lord for all that pain they got for over-exercising, you know. <laughs> With just a word, you can have a new year. Uh, the Bible says his joys are renewed every morning. In fact, you don't even have to wait till morning if you believe. Amen. So we always want fireworks. We want something before we believe. Somebody got to die. There's got to be a sacrifice. There's got to be some blood spilled before my life gets better. See, some of you think, you, you, your mind tells you, unless somebody dies, you're not going to be happy. I don't know if it's your mom-in-law, who it is, but somebody got to die. If, if they die, you'll be happy. When are we going to get rid of them old sacrifices? You want somebody dead, even in your family. Huh? You wishing somebody dead in your family. And then the family going to come and ask you for money to help bury them. Hmm? With just a word. Uh, didn't know it was so easy. See, that's the problem. Didn't know it was so easy. Just a word. Just a word. I want you to look at this scripture this morning. This scripture is kind of interesting. It said all the pacifiers. Now you must realize that in Jerusalem, there were some believers in Jerusalem, but most of Jerusalem, probably like most of Trinidad and most of the world, everybody kind of believed in God, but everybody's kind of doing their own thing. And so the pacifiers, when Jesus was being crucified, they shook their head, you know, and they said, you know, this is the man that said he was going to destroy the temple and raise it in three days. But he can't save himself. Now, that was just the pacifiers. You know, that's the uh, average so-called Christians. And it said even the priest, the high priest, to be exact, the high priest, the other priests, the teachers of the law, the experts, said, you know, he saves others. Why can't he save himself? And they're just making mockery out of him. 
And one of the things they said was this verse here, which is quite interesting. He saves others, they said, but he can't save himself. And then they put a sign up that he was the king of Israel. Pilate did that. He's the king of Israel. Let him come down now. Important word, that word now. Let him come down now. You'll find that in the, uh, this is the 2011. You'll find that, I mean the 20, um, eight, uh, 1984. And you'll find this in the 2011. You'll find this in the King James. Let him come down now from the cross. And if he comes down to now from the cross, what will we do? What does this say we'll do? We believe in him if he comes down from the cross. Well, if he comes down from the cross, he's not Lord. But if he comes down from the cross, we believe in him. He says he's the son of God. So if he comes down from the cross, we'll believe in him. Peter said, Lord, you're never going to be killed. And Jesus said to Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. But they said, if he comes down, we'll believe in him. See, you, you want this big miracle. Don't you realize that if he was coming down off the cross, he would just never let himself be crucified. See, that's, that's, this is actually a lesser miracle than not being crucified, like the times when he walked through the crowds. That's, this is a lesser miracle. But now coming back from the dead, that's a bigger miracle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Coming back from the dead, that's a bigger miracle. But they want him to come down from the crawl. Huh? But coming back from the dead. You know what that means? That means you can't kill the word of God. So many times we, we hear that, you know, that Jesus rose from the dead and we don't understand the power in that. Hmm? Now, we like the whole idea, you know, of the earthquake and the, the stone cracking and rolling away. We, we like all that. And even when he died, we like the whole idea of the earthquake and everything turning dark and everything is shaking and the curtains ripping. We like that. We like that. Huh? Hmm? See, after everything got dark and the earth started shaking and, and, and things all over the place, even the, even the centurions there, they said, we believe this is the Son of God. So you've got to have fireworks before you believe. Hmm? So you, 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 you sit there and pop. And nails start flying out of your hand. Pop, pop, pop. And then you... Just step off there from the cross. You're still in the air, you know. Uh, show us that sign. We'll believe. Uh, we'll believe. See, something, it's like something awesome got to happen in your life before you believe. So if I pray for your healing, or if I pray for your business, or I give you a word concerning something in your life, you want the earth to shake. At least a ceiling tile to fall out or something, you know. 
<laughs> yes, or, or, or at least let me get some goosebumps, you know. Because everybody knows this. when you get goosebumps, God's talking to you, you know. Either that or it's a good horror movie or something like that. But we're just a word. We're just a word. Now, what's these words that right here? I think some of you might have spoken these words before. All right, we're going to go, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. See, sometimes as ministers, you know, we get, we get insults thrown at us. He's the king of Israel. Let him, all right, let's start right there. Come down now. Come down now. Or more importantly, now. Let it come now. God, if you're real, let it happen now. Come down now. Come down now. Do it now. And we believe. Right? Uh, all over the world, worshipers, they're cranking them drums up. The choir is singing, come down now. Come down now. Come down now. Huh? Like a bunch of cobards. Come down now. Come down now. <laughs> Huh? See, see when the Lord looks down, he sees cobalt say below him. You know, that means death is beneath his feet. Uh huh, uh huh. But they want him to come down now. They don't realize that's the devil's plea. Because if he dies, he's going to be resurrected, seated back in heaven. By the right hand of the Father. He's the Word of God. You cannot kill the Word. You can't kill the Word. But boy, when they see that Word coming back. Huh? When they see that Word coming back. It's like them two witnesses in the book of Revelation. Mm. You say, that prophecy ain't real. That ain't real. This ain't real. So you kill it. You kill the Word. God lets you kill the Word so you look stupid later, you know. Mm. See, you don't look stupid if he just comes off the cross. You look stupid when he dies. And you say, there was nothing to that word. Hmm? See, prophecy, the Bible says that Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, somebody didn't hear me. Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Huh? So, when he dies, you think that word ain't God. So you run your mouth, you know, you're full of yourself. You boast in yourself. That ain't God. That ain't God. God, don't, God ain't in that church. Those are not real Christians. See, God lets you kill him because he can't be killed. God just loves the surprise on your face when he comes back. <laughs> uh, see, he loves to play hide and seek. He play, he's, see, in, in some ways, and, and don't misunderstand this, but in some ways, he's like a manicou. He likes to play dead. <laughs> you can't kill the word, you know. You like to play dead. And then when you get close, you get up and run off, you know. Uh, nah. <laughs> see, them two witnesses just laying there playing dead. Oh, brother, we've been laying here a long time. When can we get up? 
Well, the Lord said a time and time and a half. <laughs> Boy, I got this itch on my back, and I just. <laughs> but they've been obedient to God, and one day that word's gonna stand up. One day that word's gonna stand up in your life. It don't have to be now, you know. See, that's the biggest deception of all. Uh, we pray with one eye open. Uh, Lord, let it happen now. See. We ain't prayed since last year. Or maybe it was a year before last. <laughs> we praying. And as soon as we put these hands together like this, angels supposed to come into the room. Huh? The Lord is supposed to come down. Say, yes, my child. Hmm? See, all that's a deception. That whole now thing. Come down now. Lord, come down now. Lord, come down now. Lord, come down now. Huh? See, every church, and I'm not, I'm not making fun of churches because we've all done the same silly things, you know. Every church this morning is saying, Lord, come down now. Or sometimes they skip, they skip Jesus. They might go to Mother Mary, come down now, Mother Mary. Or, come down now, Holy Spirit, come down now, come down now. Where is the faith to believe that he's already here? Uh, just because you don't feel a tingle don't mean he ain't here. Huh? Just because you don't feel your, your big toe don't mean he ain't here. Huh? Just because the worshiper is singing out of key, that don't mean the Lord ain't here, you know. See, what am I telling you? I'm telling you it's all about faith. Uh, the Lord rebuked me many years ago about singing songs, Come Holy Spirit. I have a conviction about those. If, if a church is singing it, I, I try to get in there. I just skip the, uh, <laughs> I lip sync that one. But come Holy Spirit. The Lord has told me, quit doing that. Huh? And he says, by the way, who's talking to you now? I've been talking to you all morning. I've been talking to you since you got up out of bed. And then you come in the service and you say, come, Lord. So Jesus is standing over here saying, well, what, Lord, are you talking about? I've been with you all morning. But if you like those songs, you just keep singing it. One day the Lord going to laugh at you. With just a word. He's, he's there. And he's believing it. See, that's what moves mountains. Uh, if prayer builds your faith, all right. But prayer don't move mountains. There's nowhere in the Bible where it says prayer move mountains. Uh, the Bible says if you pray, but if you believe what you pray. Yes, you could stay up all night and still not believe. Huh? Hmm? So the greatest miracle is coming back from the dead. But we want those come down now. Come down now. Rather than believing he's already with you. First of all. Because hmm? he died and he says, when I go to the Father, I'm going to send you a counselor. To be with you. To be inside of you.
In other words, I'm going to be inside of you. Hmm? And so we must, we must come to a place where we, we understand that it's the Word of God. Not the feeling of God. It's the Word of God. It's what God has promised. Huh? It's not conjuring Him up. Conjuring Him back from the dead. It's not trying to get Him to come down. It's about believing in what He's already promised. But see, because we want this come down now, and because we want to see these nails popping out of his arms and things like that. See, we want some sign. And as prophets, you know, a lot of times we move in those signs and wonders. But the reality is, you know, at some point we need to come to the place where we don't always have to have that to believe in God. Yeah. Now, all of us fall short. And maybe sometimes we need a sign to, to encourage us. But just to believe in signs is a very dangerous thing. Because here's the thing. You can find a sign for anything. Hmm? You can find a sign to leave your wife. Yeah, they, evidently, they just land around all over the place. Uh -uh. This is a sign. You can find a sign to take something that's not yours. Huh? Yes. A free car. Just just take it. There's uh, uh. a sign outside the bank. Free money. If we're not here, just break in and take it, you know. <laughs> it's a sign. Nobody's looking. It's a sign. It's a sign. Oh, I feel something. That's a sign. Huh? I feel something. See, I, I, oh, I feel something for you. Uh, but you already married. You ain't supposed to be feeling nothing for nobody. Where, where, where did you get that sign at? Huh? Huh? Price Smart got, got, got a sale on signs. <laughs> Anytime a sign is contrary to God's word, that sign is not from God. It's a counterfeit sign. Yes, just like, you know, some people, I'm sure there's nobody in here or online, but there's some people that's trying to buy these uh, little false uh, what, vaccination things. I've been vaccinated. Hmm? Yes, vaccination card. Huh? You know how long they're going to put you in jail, they catch you with that? Uh -huh. Just because you're afraid to take a little shot in the arm. Huh? So, so we try to buy our signs. And we try to buy our signs in church sometimes too, you know. We try to do things to get the, the spirit moving. Just to justify what we're thinking about. Hmm? We don't like somebody, so we call in down the Holy Spirit. Come down, Holy Spirit. Come down, Jesus, and deal with this person. Huh? But you're the one in the wrong. Hmm? See, here's the thing. You can live your entire life thinking you're right. And you can be so wrong. Hmm? There's a way that seems right, but in the end it's dead. Uh, Paul says, even if my conscience is clear, that does not mean that I'm innocent. 
And your conscience can be so seared and you got your signs and everything. You're just convinced you're right. Hmm? You're convinced you're right. You're convinced the, the prophets are wrong and the ministers are wrong. You're convinced your boss is wrong. You're convinced everybody's wrong. But the only person wrong is your conscience. That means your conscience can feel so good about judging somebody, but you're just totally wrong. Aren't you going to look stupid one day? Now, I don't know if you know this, but the Bible clearly says that, that if you love wickedness, there will be given to you a powerful illusion. That means a sign. If you love wickedness, you'll be given a sign so you'll be condemned. That means so you'll look stupid one day. Hmm? Oh, I don't like that person. I know there's something wrong with that person. That person sitting in the pew with me. There's something wrong with that person. I don't like that person. Lord, give me a sign. Well, here's your sign. Uh -huh. This is a free pass to be stupid. Mm -hmm. Here's your sign. <laughs> I bet some of you didn't know God works that way. Huh? And see, sometimes you want God to justify you now because somebody persecuting you. Huh? So you, you want to pop, pop, fizz, fizz and come off the cross of persecution. You want God to justify you. That's not the best way to justify you. Best way is let them kill you. Let them kill you. Let them think they killed you. And then come back from the dead. Here's your sign. Here's the freedom to be stupid. Huh? A lot of teenagers get, get that stupid sign. They, they actually get a, a, a 12 for the price of one. The freedom to be stupid. Huh? Now this is real theology this morning, you know. Huh? Thessalonians, this is real theology. Because you, because you love wickedness and you hated righteousness, they were sent to them a powerful illusion so they will be condemned. So when you, when you love wickedness, and wickedness is accusing somebody, just because you're jealous of them or accusing them just because you don't like them or accusing them because they got more money than you or accusing them because they uh, got less money than you or accusing them because they got nicer legs than you and you just, you know, here's your sign. This permits you to look stupid in the future. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh -huh. Or maybe you think you're 007. Uh, uh, 007. And you're working on number eight, you know. Yeah. You think you ain't going to get caught. Here's your sign to look stupid. Everybody gets caught, you know. Huh? Mm. See, there's a lady in red right there, you know. I know where a red mask is. You need a red mask, you know. Just go, go all red. Go all red. 
See, that might be somebody's sign. Ooh, I like women in red. I just, I just love a woman in red. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that on behalf of somebody else. But I like, I like women in blue. Uh, so here comes this woman in red. You say, "Who's a sign?" Here's your sign. Here's your sign to be stupid in the future. Because hmm? the word of God is going to come back after you kill it. After you say, I ain't going to get called. Hmm? Hmm? The Bible, that's, that's for other people. The Bible's not for me. Huh? Morals are not for me. That, that's for other people. Hmm? Oh, no. You know, there's been so many people think they can bypass truth. There's been so many people that think they're right in their conscience. Huh? No, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I remember one time, and I just thank the Lord he saved me from that. Back when my, my daughter was a teenager, and she was quite wild, you know. So, I don't know. I tried to be daddy of year and bought her a car. I don't know why I did that. That was so stupid. You know, I got my stupid sign for that one, you know. You know, you got a wild child and you buy them a car. That's just, you know, you think you're going to buy, buy somebody. But that, that was stupid. I admit that. That was stupid. And so, you know. <laughs> so, I got to a place I don't trust this child at all, you know. Because this child wants to slip out in the middle of the night and do all kinds of things, you know. So, so one night I, I let her go out and I said, don't you go far. But I had written down the, the odometer on the car, you know. <laughs> I'm going to test this child. I'm going to see. Is she lying to me, you know? Or is she driving all over the place and doing things she ain't supposed to be doing? So I wrote the numbers down, you know. So... She came in that night, so the next day, I go out to the car, I'm going to look at the odometer, you know. And I was seeing some numbers, look like that child done drove 1,500 miles in the night. Uh, now, I didn't have no red clothes on, but I turned about that shade of red, you know, when I, when I saw them numbers. I, uh -huh, uh -huh. And... Good thing I was saved about then, saved back then, because I was feeling a little bit like Abraham at the time. I wanted to sacrifice my firstborn, you know, and because <laughs> it looked like that child been driving all night long in that in that car, you know, and some. And I was going back in the house as red as I could be, you know. I'm, I got Abraham's spirit on me right now, you know. Going. And I heard the Lord say, "Go back and look again." Lord, I know what I saw. Go back and look again. And I went back. And they wasn't but about 30 miles on the car. Something wanted me to see something that was not there. Hmm? There's never a day I don't thank God for that lesson. Because I was convinced I saw numbers that did not exist. When you want something so bad, 
desire will blind you. It will blind you. You think somebody's saying okay when they ain't saying okay. You think you see somebody. Huh? You think you see your wife or your husband out with, a, with somebody else. You swearing. I know, I know I saw them. And it's not the truth. When your desire to have or your desire to accuse somebody is so strong, it will blind the truth that's in your eyes. It will blind you. Totally. And if you've ever had that happen to you, you thank God for it. Because now you know the devil is real. Hmm? Yes. It'll blind you. Your conscience, you think you're right, you know. You know, you, you, think, you think you're the holy one, you know. In, in your head, you think you're holy. You think you, you're more righteous than everybody else. But you're not the judge. You know, God's the judge. And here's the thing. Your conscience can lie to you. You can tell your conscience things. Hmm? And make your conscience believe it. You can lie to yourself. To the place that your conscience believes in. Huh? You can even quote scriptures to yourself. Just like Satan quoting scriptures to Jesus. Huh? Hmm? If you are the son of God, throw yourself off this temple. Hmm? You, you can quote scriptures to yourself. And convince yourself that you are right. A child can convince themselves that they're right and their parents are bad. Well, here's your stupid sign. Hmm? Here's your stupid sign. I don't know if anybody in here got a stupid sign they're holding on to, but if you got a stupid sign, I'd get rid of it, you know. Because here's the thing. Stupid signs reap stupidness. It means you're going to look bad. Get rid of it. Because some of you kept a lot of stupid signs from last year. <laughs> well, <laughs> get rid of them stupid signs. Huh? Them signs, you, you, you holding a sign in your head. Huh? Yes. You saw somebody with a knife and you convinced they're going to kill you. Because they was looking at you strange. Huh? They was thinking about somebody else. They wasn't thinking about you. You just happened to get in the line of sight at the time, you know. Huh? Huh? And you're holding that stupid sign in your heart. You're holding it. I don't like that person. This person so-and-so and this person so -and -so. You're holding them stupid signs from last year. And now you want a new life. You can't have no new life with stupid signs. Huh? Stupid signs that everything's okay. Huh? Stupid signs that, that you can frolic about. And that God is overlooking it. God ain't overlooking it. He's given you a thousand years not to look stupid. Huh? When you don't get caught, that doesn't mean God has approved of your stupidness. When you don't get caught, that means he loves you and he don't want you to die. So he's giving you a little extra time to repent. Don't see it as a sign that it's okay. Because some people, when they get away with things, they see it as a sign. Well, God understands my emotions. 
God understands my feelings. God understands how rough my life is. That's why I need an extra relationship. See, God, under, God understands me. And God understands why, you know, I got to take a little money here and cheat a little bit here and do a little bit here. God understands me. Listen. Just because the Lord is not exposing you, that's a sign that he loves you, but it's not a sign that you won't suffer the consequences of your own doing. And it won't be God causing you to suffer. It's going to be you because you just keep using that stupid sign. Huh? You just keep using that stupid sign. Huh? Or some person just keeps doing you wrong. Maybe somebody in your family. And you just keep forgiving them. You stupid First thing is, you shouldn't hate nobody. See, I don't like to forgive people, so that's why I don't hate people. <laughs> See, I said it. I don't like to forgive people. No. So that's why I don't hate you in the first place. So if I don't hate you, I don't have to forgive you. Because <laughs> it hurts to forgive somebody when they hurt you. So... But that hurt turns into hate, and then you have to forgive them. So if you never hate them, you don't have to forgive them. But, but some of you, you, you walk around with stupid signs. Huh? Some relationship going to work out. You know that relationship ain't ever going to work out. Huh? But the Lord told me it was. Listen, as a stupid sign. That's your desire. You're too afraid to sleep in that big bed all by yourself. So you're hearing a voice saying, stay, 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 stay. Listen, whenever the voice gets older, in a few years, that's not God speaking. <laughs> stay, stay. Because yeah. God don't get older, you know. No, that's your desire. That's your desire. That's your stupidness talking to you. Uh, mm. So, the bottom line, what this says to us, it, it says, listen, even when you think you're right, maybe you should be slow, because you could be wrong, you know. could be wrong. No matter how right you think you are, you could be wrong. You should pray. And once you're sure God has told you that you're right, now you can stand your ground. Shouldn't be so quick to defend yourself or justify yourself or so quick to see a sign. It says everything by prayer and petition. Hmm? And the next thing, you need to look at the stupid signs you got in your life because you kept them over from last year, you know. People that, that are against you, that may not be against you. Huh? People that you like that might be against you. See, these, these ideologies and all these... It's just basically stupid signs you got inside yourself, and you're moving with these stupid signs, but they're just going to make you look stupid one day. Yeah. But God says, I shall never abandon you. I will never forsake you, and I will never put you to shame. See, I like that one. Oh, that's my favorite. I'll never put you to shame. Because yeah. I know how easy I can put myself to shame. Yes. Sometimes I'm red, sometimes I'm blue. <laughs> Them emotions, you know. They're, they're just, hmm? 
Hmm? See, but somehow another, somehow the, another the Lord has control, you know. If I get too red, if I get too blue, he turns me up a little bit, you know. Uh-huh. I have yet to find my knobs, but I know the Lord knows where they're at. And my trust is in him and nobody else. I don't trust myself, you know, but I trust God. Because there's been many times when I was playing my stupid card, you know. And I'm ready to play my card, and the Lord says, I am so glad the Lord has taught me to listen to him, you know. Because he don't want none of us to look stupid, you know. I am so glad. And sometimes I'm talking, you know. And the Lord said, don't say that. And sometimes I talk and the person can't hear me. So I say it again. The Lord says, shh. (laughs) Shh. Shh. The Lord has shh me so much, sometimes I thought it was the devil after me. Shh. Shh. See, God is good. He's awesome, you know. But he can just keep you from looking stupid, you know. Uh, and some of us, we set on looking stupid, you know. We have a lot of practice at it. And we're still doing it, you know. we just laying them stupid cards down, you know. Uh, might not be a royal flush, but we're flushing by the time we get shamed by them, you know. Trust the word of the Lord. With just a word, he cast out demons. That means he cast out your stupidness with just a word. That that little voice that says, don't do that. That little voice that says, don't punch the door. <laughs> Don't punch the door. Hmm? See, sometimes you just want to punch the door or somebody. Don't punch. Hmm? Don't. That means don't look stupid. Because that's so stupid when you beat up an innocent door. Huh? Now, I know in Trinidad, a lot of times you don't beat up walls in Trinidad because they're concrete, you know. In the States, they drywall, so you... See these uh, idiots. <laughs> Something they don't like, they punch the wall. They say, well, I just don't want to hurt nobody. Hello, you hurting yourself. You look stupid punching that wall. Hmm? Hmm? Or you just, you, you're turning red, you know. You okay? <laughs> you chose those colors. They didn't, they didn't just come up on you. Right? All right. Wonder if we wear red all the time, would that hide our anger? We just we already dress for it. It's camouflage. <laughs> Some people don't know that. Sometimes you wear colors to to produce feelings inside you. You know that. Yes, if you, want, if you want to look hot or look unangry, you wear red. If you, want, if you want peace, you'll wear blue, right? See, see, I can understand Janice wearing blue. She has to live with me. So, 
Now we might wear white if, if, if we want to look holy. I just, I just want to feel pure today. We might wear green if we want to feel rich. Black if we want to feel mysterious. Yeah. You might wear a light blue like Joshua there if you just want people not to see us. You just look like the sky. You just camouflage. You might wear a peach if you want to be peachy. Yes. Uh-huh. You look like you want to be a holy Jamaican. That's beside the point. Miss Ann wants to bear fruits or go to the circus and play with balls one of the other. What was that little cartoon, the lady in red? No, she had a war red hat, didn't she? What was that cartoon? Who? Oh, that's Carmen right there. I bet some of you didn't know you do that. See, you get into your closet and it's like, huh, what witchcraft today? Huh? Huh? Yeah, so you know it's like, and then you, if, if you can't, if you can't fix yourself in the closet, you go to the kitchen. Oh, what am I gonna eat? What am I gonna drink? What's gonna make me feel better? See, there's nothing can make you feel better than the word of the Lord. Hmm? Let Jesus talk to you. Let him give you a revelation. Just let him talk to you. You don't have to get up and read three chapters, you know. Just let the Lord speak to you. He's got control over your life. And if he can can keep you from being stupid, that means he can lead you to riches and prosperity and blessings and good fortune. Yes? Huh? See, you can do a whole lot with a horse. You know, I was raised in the country. We had a lot of horses and mules, you know. You can do a lot with them, but first, you've got to be able to lead them. If God can't lead you, he can't bless you. It says he will be your God, and he shall lead you to springs of living water. And springs of living water, that means life. If God can't lead you, he can't bless you. You know, he might every now and then throw a blessing in your way just because you stumble across it. But you got to let the Lord lead you. If he can lead you, your life is set right now. Huh? If he can keep you from saying something you don't need to say. Hmm? Yes? Huh? You know that those times when you trying to give somebody a piece of your mind and you know you don't have a very big mind to start with, you know. <laughs> Have you you ever seen anybody acting stupid? Uh, You know in their mind, they think they're making sense, you know. I mean, their speech is slurred. You don't know if they're vexed or they're about to have a heart attack. And you're thinking, what is wrong with this clown? And that clown thinks they got a Ph.D.? They think 
what they're doing is making sense and everybody understands exactly what they're doing. Huh? Yes, they feel like Mike Tyson or somebody. They just, you know, here's your sign. Your head can get off. Anybody realize your head can get off? It can, it can just, it can get off and it can stay off for days, months, years. It can just, it just, it gets off. But you think you own. But see, the word of the Lord can come. The word of the Lord can come. Uh-huh. And he can just lead you. Shh. Now, do it. Do what I told you to do. Say what I told you to say. Uh, Go this way. Until you let the Lord lead you, you can't expect a big change in your life. Hmm? But what we try to do, we try to lead ourselves. We try to fix ourselves. We try to be these good little Christians. We try to pretend that we don't like chocolate cake. Yes, or, or red cake. We try to pretend we don't like that. So we're going to try to fix ourselves. Listen, you're going to lose, you know. You're going to lose. Yes. If you have a habit of cheating, you ain't going to fix yourself. If you could fix yourself, you'd fix yourself a long time ago. You can't fix yourself. The Lord can fix you. He can fix you before you look too bad. That's the awesome thing. When God saves us, we was real close to looking bad. But God saved you. Try to save some reputation in your life. So you you don't look so ashamed for the things you've done in your life. And believe me, there's a lot more that you can do, you know. But the Lord can save you from it. But you've got to let him lead you. You gotta trust him. See, sometimes when we talk about trusting God and these things, we, we just think about uh, we're kind of like philosophy. We just think, okay, I'm gonna trust God. He's gonna give me a house. No, he's gonna lead you to a house. But if you don't want to go where he's leading you, there is no new house. See, here's the thing you must learn about prophets and prophecies. I give you a word. When prophet gives you a word, he gives you a word. And Jesus said, you know, according to your faith. So when you receive that word, the word will lead you to it. Right? But the word might, shh, don't do that. Don't say that. Because the word is leading you somewhere. Hmm? Because, see, Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So if a prophecy is from God, it is the word of God inside you. And it's in you. It's an instruction. It will lead you there. God promised you a new house. You say, where's this new house? God says, where's your feet? And where's your mouth? Until he can lead you, he can't take you there. Hmm? Some of us, we rush in and we get deliverances. We get prayer. Ooh, I feel better. Listen, just because you feel better don't mean your life's going to change. Feeling better is not the solution. You got to do better. You got to do better. And it's not that God's going to punish you if you don't do better. But listen, if you go in the wrong direction, you can't get blessed. The Lord says, let me do it. Let me lead you. 
So when he can lead you, then he can lead you to that new house, lead you to that new man, once you get rid of the old one, legally. Uh, lead you to that new business. Lead you. But see, you got to let him lead you. You can't just receive a word or say, God, do something in my life. But you're not letting him lead you. We still want to be deaf and mute. And first thing he does when he comes in our life, he kills the deaf and the muteness in us. Huh? Deaf, that means I can't hear God. Mute, you know, you, you, you can't talk, all that stuff, you know. That deaf and mute spirit. No. When he comes into your life, he, he leads you with a word. With just a word, he leads you. Huh? So we expect God to give us that miracle. And we're not going to change. We're still going in the same direction. We're still spending all our money on lotto. We're not doing with our money what God is telling us to do. We trust in lotto. We trust in the lotto God. Yes, you make fun of Hanuman and all them, but you got the lotto God. Huh? And he got a lot of your money. <laughs> Maybe all of it. You can't get to your blessings till you let God lead you. Don't that make sense? See, it's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. You keep listening to that stupidness. You've got to let him lead you. See, that's the way with God's promises and his blessings. And sometimes God's promise, maybe it says just be still. Okay, see, that's instructions. Be still. That means don't go nowhere. <laughs> yes? That means don't go nowhere. It means be still. If that's what it is. Or if it means go over here. Or if it means get away from these friends. Or get away from this. Or, or you go over here and put, put in an application over here. Or you go here. Or you wait here. He leads you to springs of living water. And then you see all those miracles. Because huh? the word of the Lord comes to pass. Huh? What's the greatest miracle? Come back from the dead. That's the greatest miracle. You can't kill him. Can't kill the word of God. Can't kill him. You can do stupidness. You'll never kill the word of God. It'll keep trying to save you. It won't give up on you. You can't kill God's love. Can't kill his love. But what you can do is begin to shun his voice and not listen to him. And you can get stupid cards like, well, I can't hear God. And you can take stupid cards like, things ain't going to get no better. Or everybody's against me. Or I'm the only one is holy. Well, if you're so holy, perform a miracle. With just a word. Hmm? Lord, speak to us this morning. Lord, speak to us. Hallelujah. Lord, speak to us. I hope you fall in love with the word of the Lord. Huh? But, but no, you got to let the word lead you, you know. Hmm. Lord, speak to us this morning. Who needs a word this morning? Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
this is not a test, but I said something in the beginning of the service, and I can't remember what I said. It was a word for somebody. Anybody remember? Aha, uh-huh, you wasn't listening. I caught you. Huh? Yes, yes. Yes, somebody you're preparing for a surgery. That's the word. See there? You almost judged the lady in red and she remembered. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Isn't it true? We, we don't really expect people dressed in red to be very smart, do we? No, I mean, think about it. Okay. When you, when you, when you try to find a smart person, do you, do you expect them to be dressed all in red? Uh, maybe black. Uh, uh, you expect somebody in red to be kind of what? Kind of easy and playful. Partying. What do you know about partying? Um, is that true? You mean we're going to judge somebody just by the color they're wearing? See, that's, that's not right. Hmm? See, she's a smart cookie. <laughs> no, there's somebody preparing for surgery. <laughs> but God wants to heal you with the word. Huh? Now, I don't think there's nobody in this room. I think there's somebody probably online. God wants to heal you with the word. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you you're going for surgery or something like that, and it's just like there's all these complications. You just can't get to surgery. Anybody ever seen that happen? You just can't get to surgery. Never occur to you that maybe God is saying, "I have a better way." You know, I have a better way. So I want to send that word out this morning. Lord, speak to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lada maki seye, nana maye, kisanaye. Who needs a word? Who needs a word? Who needs a word this morning? Lord, who do you have a word for? Here's a word for everybody, but who, who you want to speak to this morning? See what he got. 
If you don't encourage young people in church, they'll never feel like they're part of church. That's the problem sometimes. We want young people to be in church and be quiet all the time. Prophet um, Mother Brother Kamali, um, he have an operation to get on his hernia, but the doctors keep on pulling it back. Keep pulling it back. Yes, Prophet. Mm-hmm. And how old is your little brother? Two. He's two. All right. Three, sorry. Three. Three. So you believe God can heal him with just a word? Ah. Yes, prophet. You believe when he goes back, they're going they're not gonna find nothing. Yes, prophet. You believe that? So you brave enough to tell them that? So so. So so. Not so so, but so so. All right. I ain't going to lie, so-so. So-so. At least you've been honest. I, I like that honesty. Mm-hmm. May it be done. Yes! Mm-hmm. Stand up, please. Her. Uh, Prophet, mm-hmm. one of my sons, he has been diagnosed with... Um, Two hernias, one on his tummy and one on his side. Uh-huh. Which son is that? Kevin, the second one. Second one. Do I know that one? Um, um, no. I don't know that one. Uh-huh. All right. That's not and the one with the truck. No. Uh-uh. Oh, that's another one. Yes. All right. And his surgery has been postponed twice mm-hmm. until he's even contemplating to do it privately. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and what's his problem? Well, one of the hernias is from an accident that he had previous, um, since 2005. Okay. That they, after the doctor examined him, they found this um, hernia in his side. Okay. And he said it will come out, but he wasn't aware that it was, you know. And I know... You said one, so he's got another one? He's got two, yes. What was the other one caused by? Um, I don't know. The first uh-huh. one that was um, mm-hmm. why he went to the doctor for that one, and then they found mm-hmm. this other one on his side. Mm-hmm. And the surgery at, um, was supposed to be... I think you remember I told you that I was going with him to clinic last year early last year yes i remember right. that. right and since then the operation has been postponed. just postponing postponing postponed yeah. mm-hmm. all right so you 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 tell him that that the lord says sometimes the reason is postponed is because god wants to heal yes. hmm? and sometimes it's because the doctors are going to mess up I've known some people that the Lord was warning them not to have an operation. They had an operation, and the operation did not go well. Hmm? I'm not telling nobody not to go to the doctor, but when the Lord tells you to run, you better run. Because he leads you to springs of living water and living health. Hmm? So you give him that message. You believe the Lord can heal him with oh, just a word? Yes, I can. With just a word? Yes, I do. You believe the Lord can heal him? Yes, I do. Hmm? 
I don't guess he's ever been here for prayer. Yes, he has. He has. Yes. Mm-hmm. You encourage him to come back for prayer. But the Lord's going to heal him with just a word, Amen. right? And Woo. tell him to come back for prayer just for that. I will. Hmm? And tell him that's a whole lot less painful yes. than, a, than an operation. And it's a whole lot more cheaper than doing it privately. Yes. Hmm? Give the Lord a chance to prove Amen. himself. Amen. 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 Thank you, prophet. Mm-hmm. prophet, I have a grandson. He was born with kidney issues. And plus his bladder, they, they have an opening where his bladder sometimes comes out of his stomach. He has to have a surgery to rectify that area for him to, to um, pass urine properly. Uh-huh. And they keep postponing that. So it comes out? Yeah, it just raises out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean it swells? Yeah, it swells out of the stomach. Sometimes if he is getting sick or he has a flu or something. So he's not, he's not able to urinate. Is that what you're saying? Not properly, yes, properly. Not properly. Yeah. All right, touch your stomach. Just touch your stomach. Mm-hmm. You love this grandchild? I love him, prophet. God loves him more. Yes. <laughs> Amen. 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 And if you want him healed. You can only imagine how much God wants him healed. Amen. Amen. Hmm? So I command the enemy and everybody to take the hands off the grand. You can say grandson, right? Yes. Take the hands off the grandson. Yes, hmm? mm-hmm. And whatever, whatever blockage, whatever needs to be fixed, the Lord knows. And with just a word. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 Y'all remember to come back and testify when this uh, when this happens. Um, what is that? Ah, uh, what is it? What is an interior gland? What is that? Anybody know, anybody know what I'm saying? Uh, what is that? Interior, interior, huh? I can hear it, but I can't pronounce it. What? Say it again. Pituitary gland. It's through a spit. Uh huh. So that that's here, right? All right. And what does that do? Well, I know the word and I know it's about, but I know what it's doing. <laughs> so you just know these words and you don't know what they are? I think it has produced a life, a prophet. Something uh-huh. like that. Uh, this afternoon. All right. Anybody have a problem with that? That's you? Uh-huh. And I was standing right here when I heard that. I was at the right place. I don't know why I was trusting Michelle. <laughs> All right. How do you pronounce that? St- stand up, please. I told you what. It's a thyroid gland. But, but this is this is that word. Interior. What is that? So you said it, they told you a thyroid gland. Mm-hmm. 
And, and what is what kind of symptoms you have? I have the overactive. What does that do? Where it will have me to lose weight. Okay. Have me eating a lot. Have you eating a lot? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What does that word mean? It says it's the major endocrine gland, a pea-sized body attached to the base of the brain that, it, that is important in controlling growth and development and the functioning of other endocrine glands. So it helps other glands to grow. It helps other glands. glands. Okay, so we just know what they've told you. We don't know if they're correct. We know what they've told you. We don't know if they're correct. And I find it strange that I heard that word and I'm standing right here in front of you, and I don't see nobody else raising their hands. But the symptoms you know is it kind of forces you to overeat. Um, well, I didn't mm. know anything about it. And, uh, or I know I was eating a lot and losing a lot of weight. You're eating a lot and losing a lot. But huh? years. This is years ago, eh? Some people would like to have that problem, you know. <laughs> Especially around Christmas time, you know. Wouldn't we, Glenn? Uh, Glenn said, I love to have that problem. Not... Mm, we're just going to go with what God says, right? First thing is God wants you to stop being so afraid. Y'all got something to add? What you, what you said is exactly what it is, because it said it's a thyroid gland that releases thyrodarthrin or nine. These hormones play an important role in regulation of your weight, energy, and so forth. Yes. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Amen. Give God glory. Mm. The Lord wants you not to be afraid. Don't be afraid. Mm. Even if you're by yourself a lot, don't be afraid. The Lord don't want you to be afraid. He don't want you to live your life afraid. Huh? Afraid of eating, losing weight, afraid that you're just going to end up being a stick and all that. Uh, mm. Do you want to gain weight? Or do you like your size? A little more, much. You want a little more? A little more. Because uh -huh. mm. you're afraid you're just going to go down to nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, that's not the life the Lord has for you, you know. Say that again? No. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not the life the Lord has for you. He does not want you to be afraid, you know. If the Lord said it, the Lord don't just call you out and say, mm, I can't do that one. There's nothing the Lord can't do. There's nothing he can't do. 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 Mm. Mm. 
nothing he can't do. I command this problem to go away and never come back again. Never come back again. Yes, I stomp on you, devil. I stomp on you, devil. You've been lying to me too much. And and so your your mama's around you, right? She's alive, yes. But it, does she talk to you? Not as often. Not as often. But she's not very encouraging. No, no. Uh-huh. She's not. No, that's what I was hearing. That she's not very encouraging, right? Mm. Listen, don't don't believe mama. Believe Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Ow. You're feeling something in your stomach right here. What you feeling? Okay, emptiness. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Just feel like empty. You feeling empty? Empty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's something with this side. What you feeling there? Now, I know, I know that thing we're talking about is up here somewhere. But I had something. I don't know what it is. I've um, got an unnumbing kind of feeling here for a long while. For a long while. Well, it's not numb no more. Mm. It's not numb no more. Uh, it's not numb no more. Mm. You're not going to die. Mm. You're not going to die. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. Hallelujah. And, and you never had children, right? I have one daughter. You have one daughter. Where's she at? Um, she's married, so she's on her own. On her own. Mm-hmm. 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 One daughter married on her mm-hmm. And you don't want more children? Uh, no. You sure? Maybe a... If I was a little younger, maybe. Everything you think you lost, God is going <laughs> to give back. Everything you think you lost, God's going to give you back. How's your relationship with that daughter? Um, we are pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Everything you've lost. <laughs> Anybody can receive that word, you know. Mm-hmm. That means God had it planned for you, but the enemy took it away from you. Glory.
That's, that's the way you feel when you realize you, you got the upper hand over the devil. God is none common, false battle. Uh, the joy of the Lord just runs across your soul. But you wish you'd had a, another baby. Yeah. That's what that emptiness. Ooh. You wish you Whoa. had another baby. Ooh. Mm. Wow. And you wish you had a baby. <laughs> and you wish you had a baby. <laughs> and you wish you had a baby. And you wish you had a baby. Is that true? 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 Look at that. Yes? Glenn, don't sit on that row. That's why I'm standing over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is the truth, though. It can create, uh, uh, it can create an emptiness in you. You know, the Lord Himself only knows sometimes why things work out the way they do. But this one thing is for true: God loves you, and He has the best things for you in life. The enemy may have stole it, but God can give it back one way or the other, right? But. One, two, three, four, five, and anybody else, that emptiness, I remove it right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord never called you to be empty. Never called you to be empty. He called you to be fruitful and multiply. He never called you to be empty, but to be full and running over. So I rebuke that lie in anybody. Yes. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Uh-huh. So y'all have children? Y'all don't have no children? Y'all want children? Y'all married? Not yet. Huh? Hmm? Anybody know where the warden's office is? You should not rush into things, but uh, we are getting older. Yeah. And you're going to look silly going in there at 68 years old. <laughs> huh? mm. I believe the Lord has some children lined up. But sometimes we've got to be led to that place. You want children? You own three children? That's what you want? Three? Mm -hmm. I mean, you want. You want two? Two. That's five. All right. 
He'll sell it for three now, you know. Uh, lady in red, that's right. Three plus two is five, right? All right. Five. More five children. You know, sometimes we don't like to be pushed, but let the Lord lead you. God's got so much for you, yes. But sometimes he wants to lead you. And if you let the Lord lead you, you'll find your blessings. You'll find your joy. Huh? And see, you want to have children while you're young so you can keep up with them, you know. Huh? And while your brain is still kind of active because they're very deceiving, you know. <laughs> mm hmm Hallelujah. Anyone that has, you have an emptiness in you, just let it go. Especially if it's for children, let it go. Let the emptiness go. Yes? Be like Abraham. Give up that firstborn. Just let it, let it go. Uh, and what's going to be is going to be. And nobody's going to stop that. Listen, don't think God doesn't know your desires. And here's the thing. A lot of times God is trying to lead you to that. But you won't let him lead you. So, so you're missing out on it. Amen. Hallelujah. I love everybody this morning. And I want you to have a wonderful week. If you want to. Don't want to force you to have a wonderful week, you know. Yes. I, 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 don't, I don't want to mess up your depression or loneliness. or. So if, if that's what you want. But if you want to have a good week. The Lord has got one prepared for you. With just a word. Just a word. Be blessed.
Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Welcome the word of the Lord in the house. Speak to us, Lord. Have your way in this service, Lord. Uh-huh. Glory to God. Mm. Hallelujah. I see some people move to this front row up here. I wonder if it had anything to do with the word uh, in this morning service. Have two newcomers. Uh-huh. If I remember my count, it was five uh, young ladies up here this morning, and they all had an emptiness to want a baby. And here's the second service, and some of them remain, but uh, two more come. Something's always leading us. We pray that it's the Lord leading us. Amen. Uh, and not something stupid that's leading us. What makes us get up and move to another seat? Or what makes us go here or makes us go there? Or what made you come to this church this morning? You know, what, what moves you? You know, our hope is that we are led by the Lord because if he leads us, as in the book of Revelation, it says he will lead us to springs of living water. That, that means blessings, that he will lead us to that place. Glory, hallelujah. Uh-huh. You can move, Oksana, but what's in the heart's in the heart. Uh-huh. Jesus says, out of the heart, the abundance of the heart, you know, that, that's what is spoken, you know, whether it's good or bad, you know, whatever is in abundance in your heart is going to come out. In season, out of season, out of timing, whenever it's going to come. Matthew 27, verse 42. There were some passerbyers when Jesus was being crucified. And we must remember, let's, let's catch a vision of the whole story. You had a lot of religious people, you know, that really didn't believe anything, just a lot of religious people. Uh, a lot of people that cordially say they believe in God, but they're just religious. They really don't believe anything great one way or the other. So you had some passerbyers that was throwing insults. You had the high priest that was throwing insults. You had the teachers of the law, the experts in the law, throwing insults. And they said, if you are the Son of God, you know, come down off the cross. And in this particular verse, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. So they're talking about the miracles that they've heard that Jesus had done or miracles they've even seen. He saves others, but... They said, but he can't save himself. 
He is the king of Israel. And that's what was written on the sign. They make a mockery of him. Let him come down now from the cross and we will believe in him. It kind of defeats the whole purpose. You know, if he comes down off the cross, then you don't really have much to believe in. But let him come down off the cross and we will believe in him. So if he comes down off the cross, we will believe in him. But if he suffers the cross, we're not going to believe in him. That's what it's saying. If he suffers the cross, we won't believe in him. But if he comes down off the cross, you know, here the thing is, you know, there's a word in Trinidad that's been here ever since I've been here, probably much longer. And that word is back and out. We always like back and out and everything, you know. Right? So, Jesus, if you're real, we'll believe in you. If you'll come down off the cross and cause some bacchanal. If you'll do some bacchanal in this place, you know, just come down off the cross and, you know, maybe turn some, maybe turn some of these guards or something into chickens or pigeons or something like that, you know. If you do some bacchanal, we'll believe in you. Uh, what was the difference between their faith which probably wasn't faith, is mostly mockery. But they said, if you come down off the cross now, we believe in you. And let's say the faith of the thief on the cross, uh, the one that says, Lord, when you get into your kingdom, remember me. Mm. Then this faith, Lord, if you come down now, if you come down out of heaven now, if you do this for me now, I believe in you. Now, maybe it's not totally bad to pray that prayer, as long as it's not mockery. But the thing is, we should believe in God more than if he comes down now. Hmm? Because the Lord was doing the Father's will. But I want us to go somewhere else, too. Come down now. How many times have you quit what God told you to do? How many times have you come down off the cross? Jesus says, pick up your cross and follow me. But how many times have you come down off the cross? Because everybody was mocking you or making fun of you. Or because you didn't think, you know, Jesus himself says, Father, if it's thy will, let this cup be removed from me. He's talking about the cross. But he didn't come down off the cross. He could have come down off the cross, but he didn't. He finished the work. How many times do we come down off the cross to justify ourselves? God has called us to do something, but we come down off the cross to justify ourselves. Hmm? We're living sacrifice, but we decide to quit being a living sacrifice and come down and give somebody a piece of our mind and prove to them that God has called us. Hmm? Hmm? How many times have you quit? How many times have you given up? How many times you come off the cross? Just cause people persecuting you a little bit? You gonna quit doing what God told you to do? Just because things ain't working the way you would like for it to do, you gonna come down off the cross, you gonna quit God? See, the Bible says that we are crucified with him, that we may be resurrected with him. But a lot of times we don't like being crucified with him. We like to be glorified with him but not crucified with him. What is the cross that you keep coming down off of? 
Maybe people don't believe that you're doing the right thing and you give up and you quit. Uh, been persecuted for something and you just want to give up. You're holding on to God's word, but you just want to give up. Too much persecution. Too much trouble. You know how many people quit church sometimes because somebody's persecuting them? Or they don't like that church. Don't go to that church. Hmm? Hmm? So you come down off the cross. You, you, you quit. You give up on God. You can't give up on God. Hmm? You already got the holes in your hand. What are you giving up now for? Huh? Might as well submit your spirit to him. And be raised again. Be made new. Live again. Huh? You can't give up on God. You can't quit God just because things ain't going smooth. But see, we like those instant miracles. Come down now. Come down now. Come down now. And we'll believe in you. But would they really believe in him? If he had to come down. If those nails had went pop, pop, fizz, fizz, and he just walks off and floats down to the ground, would they really believed in him? Or would they say, show us another miracle? Hmm? Would they really believe? Would they really bow down and surrender their life to God? Or show us something else? Huh? We hungry, give us something to eat. That'd be as much mockery as them throwing insults at him on the cross. Hmm? You said you was going to tear the temple down, build it back in three days. But actually, we was talking about his body. But the temple did get tore down several years later. But, you know, that's mockery. But sometimes when you come down and you submit to people, they're still mocking you. Hmm? Show us a sign. And they're still mocking you. Why? Because they really don't believe you. In God and they don't believe in you some of you got family that don't believe in you hmm? they always preaching to you to do better but they never believe that you could do better so they believe they're a good preacher hmm? you always got somebody preaching at you to do better but nobody gives you a chance to do better uh -huh. so you preach one thing to you and then they go back to not believing the next minute. Hmm? But that's not the Lord that loves you and that has called you. He believes in you. That's why he died on that cross. Because he knew you was going to follow him. The rocks at me, crucify me. You're going to follow me. I know you're going to follow me. You're going to follow me all the way through death. It says we cross over from death to life. You're going to follow me. Those that love the Lord will follow him, even through death. We'll believe in him, even though he didn't come down off the cross. Hmm? Yes. And the greatest miracle of all is not coming off the cross. It's coming back from the dead. Ah. Mm -hmm. So some of your miracles are just waiting for you to take your last breath. But you keep asking for oxygen and all those things to keep you alive. Your miracle is just waiting for your last breath. Uh, but you can't give it up. <laughs> your miracle is just waiting for you to die. It's just waiting for you to give up. 
Your miracle's waiting on that for you to surrender. Your miracle's waiting on you to say, I don't care what nobody says, I believe. I don't care what nobody says, this is the church I'm supposed to be at. See, your miracle's just waiting for you to die to the insults of others and the persecution of others. And the truth is you really don't die. You just die to their insults. Their insults, their persecution, they don't bother you. See, now you're ready for your blessing. Mm. As long as people can change your mind, you're not sure about what you believe. When people can't change your mind, now you know you believe. Uh, when nobody can't change your mind about your Jesus, about where you're supposed to be at and what you're supposed to be doing, when your mind is unchangeable, when your mind is like the rock of ages, <laughs> when your mind is convinced, <laughs> see then, uh -huh, when you're dead to the world, the world can't change you. Because you know that you know that you know and you believe and you believe what you know you believe. Come on, somebody. Somebody help me die this morning. Let me just... We like to punch the devil in the face, but we don't like to believe, you know. You're always punching the devil in the face, but you believe everything he said. Can I say that again? You're always punching the devil in the face. You're always giving him a cuff. You're always giving him a massage, walking all over his back. But you still believe what he said. Hmm? Hmm? You throw him in the pit every day. But you still believe what he says. You halfway believe what he says. Huh? You know, the greatest insult to the devil is to ignore him. Well, yes, to say he's a liar, but... When you know somebody's a liar, you don't really have to tell them. Especially when you know they ain't got the good sense to change anyway. Why are you talking to the devil so much for? You're always talking to the devil. Devil, I rebuke you. That's a lie. That's a lie. I ain't got no sickness. I ain't got no COVID. Huh? If you ain't got no COVID, what you go take the test for? Hmm? Hmm? You're always rebuking the devil, but you believe what he said. Evidently, he got the last word in. Huh? Nah. There's more to this thing. Hey, you can beat up on the devil if you like. Punch him in the face, kick him wherever you would like to kick him at, you know. Yes? But if you still believe what he says. Even if you kill the devil, but you still believe what he said. Huh? Even if you gave somebody a piece of your mind, but you still believe what they said. Somebody says, you ain't, you're not ever going to be anything. And, and man, you preach to them. You give them a piece of your mind. You're a liar. I'm going to show you. But you walk away believing what they said. That sounds the reason that having faith is more important than anything else. Having faith is more important than kicking demons. Huh? You're chasing all them demons. But if you have faith, you know they can't touch you. Uh -huh. All they can do is watch you succeed. Huh? All they can do is watch you succeed. Huh? It's kind of like, like, let's say, if you're doing worship, you know, you're doing worship.
and you're looking at everybody's face. Why are you looking at everybody's face? You're trying to see if you're singing good. Hmm? When you sing good, you don't have to look at everybody's face. Even if somebody's asleep, you don't worry about it. Even if somebody's shaking their head, they don't like it. You don't worry about it because you know you can sing. As long as you're watching them faces. As long as you're watching your family. As long as you're watching your children, your husband, your wife. You don't believe. Huh? You can slap who you want. You know? Walk on scorpions. Give that devil a back massage. Just get on his back with your high heels and just massage him real good. But you still believe what he said, you know? Mm-hmm. See, Jesus knew he was supposed to endure the cross. Ain't coming down. Ain't coming down. Jesus can't even die in peace. They want him to get up. They want him to come off the cross. He can't even die in peace. Huh? Hello, don't you see I'm going to be my father? No, come down now. Come down now. I'm coming down later, but not now. Once I'm buried and resurrected, I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. Then won't you be surprised? But see, when you believe, when you believe you're dead to the world, when you believe God, you become dead to the world. Uh, yes. Sometimes we just run in for a prophecy and we run into this church and that church. We're listening to everybody. Why? Because we don't believe. Can't nobody help, help you believe. That's something that's inside of you. The Spirit of the Lord is there with you to believe, but you just got to hold on to it. I believe. And once you believe and you're ready to die to all the insults of the world, you're ready to endure and pick up your cross and follow the Lord and let him lead you to springs of living water, no matter what nobody says. Because hmm? somebody's always going to be against you. You think you're going to get married one day and they're going to be all for you. Hello. Hello. Hmm? It'd be like at a cricket game, you know. Somebody ain't, ain't for you. You thought they was for you, but they're not for you. You get married, you think you're going to find a support group. Not necessarily. Huh? Look at David and, and David and his wife. David dancing, you know, and, and, and she's, she's insulting him. Hmm? Hmm? Nah. See, some people ain't strong enough to get married. You got to be able to endure persecution. Hmm? You think when you get married, you're going to be like a little baby nurturing on your mother's breast again. Everything's going to be easy. No. When you get married, you got to stand your ground. Know who you are. Because hmm? insults come from everywhere. Your family, their family, everybody's family. A lot of marriages fall because you can't stand your ground. You don't know if this is the person you're supposed to be married to or not. What did God tell you? Did God tell you this is a person? God told you this person. Why are you listening to anybody else? God tell you you're going to be successful. Why are you listening to anybody else? Let them throw their insults. Even let the experts come along and say, hey, you ain't going to make it. If God said you can make it, you can make it, you know. Huh? Now, there's nothing wrong with taking some guidance in life, but once God says you're going to make it, See, you're wavering. As long as you're wavering, you're not believing. Hmm? As long as you're always afraid some devil going to steal your blessing from God. Uh, I get aggravated with Christians sometimes. They love that devil so much. They're always talking about him. 
They always want to beat up on him. And the whole time you're beating up on the devil, you could be hugging on Jesus. Hmm? Have faith. That's what Jesus tells us. Have faith. Have faith in God. Yeah, there may be sometimes you got to do some spiritual warfare, but not all the time. We, we're not invaders, you know. We act as if though we're invading a planet and, you know, everybody's against us. No, 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 no. The Lord has plenty of people on this earth. That's the reason it's still ticking. That's the reason the earth is still turning because God is still in control. He's always been in control. Yes, sometimes he lets the flesh be in control just to teach you to come to him. It's our own decisions that mess up our own life, and it's our own doubts that keep us from the blessings of God. According to your faith, Jesus said. According to your faith. Blessings. Mm -hmm. See, when you're always fighting devils, you'll believe everything. Mm -hmm. You believe everything. Somebody come up to you, don't even like you, and they say, I had a dream last night. Some devil had you down on the floor choking you. <laughs> it was probably them choking you. <laughs> Who had Somebody had a bad dream last night. Something had you down last night. Somebody had a bad dream last night. Something had you down. Something was holding you down last night. Who is that? Who had that bad dream? Komata sabamakaseki. That wasn't just the illustration. The Lord was revealing something. Somebody had a bad dream last night. That's them? Who's that? I stand up, please. Ishmael. Uh-huh. Don't know who anybody is these days with these masks on. <laughs> and you get a woman that likes to change her hair? Oh, Lord. I got to look deep into your eyes to know who you are, you know. I'm <laughs> prophet, a, a dream. So this seems to be a man. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> I tell you, said I tell you. <laughs> Prophet, I dream. Um, I just remember. I don't remember all what I dream. I know I just dream, and I dream my ex, a ex, an yeah. ex. Yeah, ex. Um, <laughs> but I just it's the, like when which, I get which the 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 nah. another ex, yeah, yeah. another ex. All right. Um, but I felt like if when I. That was, it was hard for me to get up on. I don't know like, why we get stuck on X's. I don't know why we can't have some Y's and Y and Z and, and then just start all over again, you know, with A. Hey. Uh -huh. Yeah, but when I get up this morning, I, I was like um, tired and my eyes was burning, man. Yeah, it was red. Like real red. Like. So she beat you up. I, I don't know. I can't remember. Well, what's really been said 
is let me just forget about the whole thing with relationships altogether. Hmm? Because they're all trying to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Robert. (laughs) That bears witness, right? Yes, yes, Robert. So it's just like, huh? Sometimes it's hard to get rid of the mixes. They just, they come, they got the key to your head or something, and they just come inside whenever they want to come. I do understand that. You can't understand that. Uh-huh. That's because your head is not your own. Hmm? <laughs> it is over. All those things is over. Thank you, Lord. And always remember the counterfeit has to come before the authentic one. Counterfeit can't come later. Counterfeit's got to come first. Yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't give up on God. Yes? yes. Those were some of your choices, he said. Yeah. The Lord said those are some of your choices. Yes, Prophet, that is true. Mm-hmm. The Lord said those are some of your choices. <laughs> so that don't mean they're all like that. As your choices. But the Lord has better choices. Mm. So I free you from all those bondages. Yeah? Yes. I just I just saw a vision of you in a casket. And these exes just looking in the box at you, uh, like they got the best of you. Uh, They think you should still be hurting. Jump up out of that box. Uh huh. Uh huh. You feel your spirit get up out of that box? All right. All right. Mm hmm. And there's some other people in here that need to receive that prophecy, you know. You got some exes, think they still going to get the best of you. Uh, got exes. That's why you shouldn't have exes, you know. Uh, you should marry them or kill them. You should never have exes. No, don't say that. Because exes don't ever want you to succeed, you know. Anybody got any exes staring you down? Uh, they're still judging you. It don't matter if you was part of the problem or not. You probably was part of the problem. If I got any exes, they, they just, you just feel them watching over you. Uh, and you're trying to live a better life, and them exes just won't let you live a better life. Hmm. Oh, hallelujah. Trample on the exes. Mm-hmm. Put the exes beneath your feet. Uh-huh. And if you don't have no exes, the Lord has blessed you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, now that we trampled on them, we must believe that their words do not have the last say over our life. Uh-huh. Someone in here, somebody left you, and their last words still haunt you. 
Somebody left you, and what they said to you as they was leaving, those words still haunt you. And you know what those words are. Where are you at? Those words still haunt you. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Those words still haunt you. This, this word is for anybody, but this word here, this is for somebody. When the person left, they, they said something to you. They said something to you, and them words haunt you. Huh? You go to the bathroom, they go to the bathroom with you. You go to KFC, they go to KFC with you. They just show up anywhere. Anybody know what I'm talking about? They just show up in, in words of the exes. Huh? The ex-files, you know, they just, they just show up. Hmm. Where you at? Where you at? Exes, some ex words, words of the exes. Well, usually none of us are totally innocent, but God don't want us to live under such words. God has a better word for us, you know, than any words that anybody's ever spoken over us. Right? Now that that would. That would, um, you could get set free even from words your mother said about you. Somebody, your, your mother said something about you. Or, or brothers or sisters or an ex-boss. Boss. But we're talking about exes. An ex said something as they was leaving. Mm-hmm. Something to the fact that you will never be happy. Somebody raise a hand up. Prophet, um, somebody told me. <laughs> 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 Prophet, and I always hear it. It's like that is so true. When I go to the and everywhere, I be like hearing that uh, you will be back, and I was like, and I keep saying no, 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 no. I ain't coming back at all. And they say no, don't worry, you will be back. Uh huh. Yeah, that's the Mexicans think they got this magical power. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'll just be back to show you my new husband. <laughs> and my new car. That your old cheap self could never have bought no way. <laughs> no, you should never want to succeed just to get back at an ex. Uh, that's not wanting it for the right reason. Yes, you will not be back. Thank you. And that's the word of the Lord. Whose word are you going to believe? God. All right. So you believe that word. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh-huh. Believe God's word. I, I want to emphasize something. You know, in this house, we do a lot of praying for people for several hours, and we throw spirits in the pit. Most definitely. And it is done. But if you don't believe it, it can still torment you, you know. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, you know, the reason we we would throw spirits in the pit is to give you faith to know that it's done. See, it's all about faith. It's always about believing. And see, 
If you keep coming for prayer for the same old thing and keep getting deliverance, it is not the house's fault that you didn't get set free. You didn't believe. Hmm? You didn't believe. First of all, you could just read the word and realize the Lord has got something better for you. He can set you free. But if you keep coming for the same old thing, the problem is not the prayer counselors. Or let me get somebody else to pray. Maybe they're more powerful. That's not the problem. The problem is you must believe that God has said so. Something's got to click inside of you that this is so. And sometimes we say, well, I believe, but, you know, you know, if it, if it doesn't come to pass, then evidently you didn't believe because we know God is not a liar. So it has to do with our faith. Sometimes we think we believe, but we really didn't believe. And, and that's okay. We can have patience with that. But the bottom line is you must believe. You must believe. Yes. And just because you have some exes, it doesn't mean that you're a terrible person and there's nobody for you and you're a bad person. It could mean that, but that's something you've got to work out with God. And God will correct that in your life. But you shouldn't just assume that. And if somebody tells you you're going to be back, I'd rather believe God's word. If God says you're going to be prosperous and you're going to be happy, believe his word. Believe in his word. It will come to pass. But you must believe. See, everything's about belief. It's, you know, we're always running around looking for power. But the greatest power of all is faith. When you believe. When you believe. Hmm? What's the use of seeing a miracle if you're not going to believe? There's miracles all around us. But if we're not going to believe, then we still don't receive. We must believe that God's word, just a word, can change our entire life. When God says something, his word is so powerful, it cancels all the lies of the X's and the Y's and the Z's and the ABC's. It just cancels them all. What your mama said, what your community said, what your environment said, it just, it just cancels all of it. God's word is powerful. Jesus is the word of God. And there's nothing more powerful than that. Who needs a word this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, speak to us. Who you want to speak to this morning? Who has a word this morning?
Roxana, you know the 8th of November. The 8th of November. Do you know that date? I know you know the date, but... Does that date mean anything to you? Mm -hmm. Just a yes or no? No. Mm -hmm. Somebody's raising their hand up for the 8th of November, but her, their name is not Oxana. <laughs> I don't think their name is Oxana. You don't know that date? You just think about it for a moment, right? Evidently, the 8th of November means something to you. All right. This prophecy is not for you. It is for Oxana. Please remain standing. Something about the 8th of November. But I will take you just because you seem very eager about that date. What is that date to you? Stand up, please. My daughter's birthday. That's your daughter's birthday. Uh-huh. And how old is your daughter? Nine years. Nine years. Where's she at? She's home right now. Friend. She's home right now. That's her birthday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And did she have a happy Christmas? Yes, she did. Was there something she wanted for Christmas she didn't get? No, she got what she wanted. She got everything she wanted. Her birthday is the 8th of November. She's nine years old. There's something she wants. What is it she wants? Where's her father at? Home. He's at home. There's something she wants. What is it she wants? There's something that saddens her heart. You don't have no idea what that might be. Oh, a sibling. Yeah, she asked for a sibling. Oh, she wants a sibling? Yeah. Uh -huh. She's the only child. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do y'all want her to have a sibling? Myself and daddy is fine, but she keep crying out. She wants a sibling. She wants a brother. What was the first thing you said? I think myself and daddy is fine, but she. Uh huh. So y'all happy with one, but she wants. Yeah, uh -huh. she wants a sibling. She wants a sibling. Mm -hmm. So does she keep telling her daddy that? And mommy, yeah. And mommy too. Yeah. Because I see something with daddy there. I see there's this, this sadness in her. Wonder why she wants a sibling so much. She feels alone at times. She feels alone. Mm -hmm. And what is her what is her name? Hadassah Jordan. Repeat that plate. Hadassah. Hadassah. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So is she a daddy girl or mommy's girl? Daddy. That's what I thought. Because I, I see this, it's like she's, she's pressuring, pressuring daddy. They may gang up on you, you know. Yeah, I know. It happens. Oh, it happens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's what I see. And for some reason or another, especially at Christmas, she, she really, have you heard her talking about wanting a sibling more yeah. during Christmas? Yeah, and for it, her birthday too, coming down. Say that? For her birthday also. Uh-huh, for her birthday too. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But you don't think it's something mom and daddy wants? Don't want to do that again. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And y'all have tried dolls, but that don't work, right? Uh, y'all giving her dolls? Yes. Um, and, the, and that don't work, does it? Different things, but she really wants. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. See the thing we have to the thing we have to ask is what is our best life? It's not who's right. It's not whether if mom and daddy is right or or if they decide to gang up on you a little bit or if 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 you're right. It, it, it's not about who's right. It's what is your best life. What is your best life? When you get to heaven, it's too late to find out what your best life was. It's like, oh, I missed that. You mean that would have been that great if, it, if I'd had that or if I had done that? So I'm not prophesying yay or nay. I'm just saying sometimes things are better off in God's hands than our hands. But I am going to pray that that, uh, that emptiness disappears from her. Because it is, it is a, it's a very real desire inside of her to want this. Mm-hmm. So you and, you and uh, daddy's good. Y'all good. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because um, that's, that's some of the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So have y'all ever thought, have y'all talked to any about divorce, anything like that? No. no. But not everything is good. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. All right. You want everything to be good? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So you're willing to forgive and do whatever you have to do. Is that true? Amen. Amen. This ain't embarrassing, is it? No. No, no. Um... You never know where the Lord is going, you know. Mm-hmm. I can only go where the Lord wants to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray that the Lord fixes everything and expose everything that needs to be exposed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, typically, sometimes we content with one child, but usually we want one or two. Usually. Sometimes it's not a wise decision just to have one. Uh, sometimes it's good for children to learn to share. But there's nothing wrong with having one. But I'm seeing other things, and I'm just praying that everything comes out. Sometimes we just don't talk, and we just leave a problem hanging. Mm-hmm. 
Someone pray that the Lord fixes all the problems. Yes. And sometimes there's a little noise happens when God fixes something, you know. But it's better than it not being fixed. Because you're a bit of a romantic. Is that true? Yes. And it just doesn't seem like it just doesn't seem like it's there anymore. Is that true? That's true. So you've met with the Lord today. And he's heard all your cries. Hmm? You just so envision something so much nicer. It's not it's not that it's just terrible, but you just envision something that was closer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A childhood sweetheart. Is he your childhood sweetheart or you had a childhood sweetheart? When I was younger, yes. Say that again? No, he's not, but when I was younger, yes. You had a child. What happened to them? He died. They died. Aha. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So you think y'all would be together if they hadn't died? If it's what if it was God's will. Childhood sweetheart, and they died. How long ago did they die? Five years ago. Five years ago. Mm-hmm. So your daughter would have been four years old. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we never really totally let go of somebody. Mm-hmm. But she's just going to let go right now. You ever think about that person? I wish they were safe, you know. You wish they were safe. Well, did you ever witness to them? Yeah, many times. All right. Well, maybe he's like the thief on the cross. Maybe they get the message when they're dying. Hmm. You believe that? Hope so. Mm. Mm. And what was what was his name, may I ask? Cohen. Cohen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, his life was a bit messed up, you know. Do you know that? Yep. Mm-hmm. And if it's not too spooky... He says, he just wants you to be happy. Let go. And I'm going to ask God just to stir up romance and do what he's got to do in your marriage. Happy days ahead. Amen. Because the Lord is revealing to me right now that sometimes a child hungers for a sibling because they detect something not right with the parents. And so, just like with parents sometimes, sometimes parents think, okay, things ain't too close with us. And I'm just talking in general to everybody, I think. Um, So our solution is to make another child, and we think that's going to fix the problem. Well, 
if we as adults think that's going to fix the problem, how much more could a nine-year-old pick up the same thing? Something's missing. There's some happiness that's supposed to be here that's not here. So I'm going to ask that that just disappears and that that happiness finds you and your husband. That'd be okay. Ooh, this got deep, didn't it? Uh, we thought we was going to go for a puppy or something for her. You know. uh, she like puppies? Yeah, she wants one. She wants a puppy. What? So you, know, you thought, well, give her a puppy. Maybe that'll help a little <laughs> bit. But we're going to pray for some, a bigger miracle. Yes? Amen. Mm. There's some kind of program you watch a lot. It's some kind of program, or I don't know if it's a series program. It's something you watch a lot that, that has this relationship in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Mm-hmm. You, you, you watch TV much? No, not much. TBN no. or worship. TBN or worship. What is this? I, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing this program or something is, that's got... It's something to do with relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like some kind of something you was watching on TV, but if that's not what you're watching, you're watching TBN a lot. Mm-hmm. So have you been? Is is a lot of? You've been looking at a lot of. Uh, Ministry things that got to do with relationships? No, not really. There's no. something I see with relationships. What is that? Don't know what that is. No. Uh, what was you going to say? No, I said most of the, um, on TV and it's preaching. I enjoy listening to different ministers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if it's not you watching it, who's watching it? It's like it's like it's it's, it's like it's, it's kind of like this dream relationship. I know I know some of that was the childhood thing, but there's something else that's there. What does he watch? watch movies more than myself. So you watch romantic movies, anything like that, you know? Different types of movies. Different types. I'm going to just leave that alone and let you think about that, what that is. There's something. You know, sometimes you, you, sometimes you watch a program or you watch a series or you watch something. Sometimes that gets loose in your house, you know, because that becomes a desire or something that you want. Mm-hmm. So that emptiness is going to disappear. You going to get her a puppy? <laughs> what? I would try my best. You'll try your best. Yeah. All right. She got fishes this Christmas. Huh? I said she got fishes this Christmas. Fishes? Yeah. That still didn't satisfy for the puppy. Uh-huh. Fishes. All right. Uh, did you try dogfish? No. Um, listen, God is going to do something in it. In your marriage. Amen. He's going to rekindle some things. But some things got to be exposed. Mm-hmm. 
right? So don't freak out when some things get exposed. Sometimes we just try to hide things, but that's when we die. You receive that? All right. All right. It's a blessing on your marriage. But you think about something. Somebody's watching something. The Lord will reveal it to you. Amen? Amen. Yes, Oksana. You remember? No? I can remember one of my niece's birthday. I believe her birthday is on the 8th of November. One of your niece's birthday. Yeah. Now, this is something more personal. More personal? Yeah, it's more personal than a birthday. More personal than a birthday. 8th of November. Can you even remember what you might have been doing on the 8th of November? <laughs> no. Uh -huh. It wasn't that long ago, you know. Oh, this. Uh, Last year, oh, I was this year. This year? You would have to be psychic to know what you're doing this year. No, I heard the 8th of November and I heard your names. I don't know if that was last year or year before that. I don't know what that was. It was that date I heard your name. That's why I knew that, that prophecy went directly for her. I just felt led of the Lord to see what hers was. Um. You thought that was this year? <laughs> okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh huh. I know why you went to this year. Uh huh. I know why you went to this year. You know. See, things send their mind in directions. I know why you went to this year. Uh huh. So, you remember anything about last year or year before last? I just heard the 8th of November. What do you remember? Ah, it's the same thing, isn't it? Ah, what is it? Oh, God. This is the right place. You come to the right place this morning. You can say, oh, God, here. This is the right place. Mm, is this a matter of a heart? Huh? What, what happened? What about that day? Um, I think, I believe, <laughs> I was actually thinking... Thinking. <laughs> I was, oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> praise him, praise him, praise him. <laughs> Tell me my ear. Yeah, but sometimes it don't stay in my ear. around the 8th of November, right? I'm, I, I'm not talking, I'm not talking. 
Y'all can't hear it, can you? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, that's not embarrassing. You're going to have people thinking all kinds of things. Can I just say that? Yeah. About marriage and having a child, right? Yeah. All right, that's not so. That's not. That's this whole row you supposed to You come back up here where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's why your mind went forward instead of backwards. Because you're, you're hoping that, you know, that's just kind of this date that stuck there. And, and, but you remember somewhere around that date, that's what you was thinking, right? Yeah. 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 She, she went to Arima. How do you remember that? You remember that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that morning was when I went to collect money, but my passport had expired. Uh-huh. So I didn't get to collect the money. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And, and tomorrow's your birthday, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. How does Yolanda remember that? So you think that's around the date you was thinking that, right? Yeah. All right. That bears with me. And you was hoping by this October coming that maybe... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. always the debate between knowing what people want and what God wants. What God wants is not contrary to what we want. We just tend to want things quicker than what God wants them. Mm-hmm. You will get to experience all these things. Yes. You get to experience all these things, what it's like to be married, what it's like to have a baby. You get to experience all those things. The Lord says you're going to get to experience all those things. He does promise that your heart will be wonderfully healed by this date this year. I'm not going to promise you marriage. (laughs) Amen. What did you say? Amen. Amen. You will have some prospects. It won't be a boring year. You shouldn't beg, you know. What about me? Huh? You know, sometimes we've had enough prospects. We need uh, the real thing, you know. 
You sure you want to get married? You sure? Why? You want to be fruitful and multiply. You didn't, you didn't get a mul- enough multiplication in school? Uh, you like math that much? You want to be fruitful and multiply? I don't really like math. Huh? I don't really like math. You don't like math, but you said you want to multiply. Yes. I want to fulfill that. God said that, so I want to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you received that? Yes, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna promise. I don't like to give people false hope. You know. If that's not gonna happen this year, I don't want to encourage you that it will. But. You know, sometimes we need some prospects. Some of us, some of us don't need no prospects. Some of us just need to realize, okay, all right. There's nothing wrong with me anyway. Mm-hmm. Who needs a word this morning? Mm-hmm. 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 Hallelujah. Glory. Well, we got a few minutes. Somebody on the back row that you're almost thinking suicide. Mm-hmm. Or doing something that's almost suicidal. Mm-hmm. Who is that? The Lord said on the back row. Not the second row, the back row. Mm-hmm. That's not you, is it? Because you talked about you talked to me about some things. That's not you. I didn't feel like it was you. Who is that? I don't know if it's actual suicide or is something that that's not really good for you. Mm-hmm. Cringe, 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 cringe. Cringe, cringe. Mm-hmm. I 
keep hearing the word cringe as in, you know, cringe as, you know, makes you feel bad, makes your spirit pull back. Who is that? Somebody on this back row. Nobody? Now's the time to receive your word if that's you. Want to say something? What you want to say? And when she told me she tried to cut herself, that was something that made me cringe. I remember that, that made feeling. you cringe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know a lot of that's just bluffing, right? Anybody else on this back row? Da da da, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just at least talk to you. People have to work through their own problems sometimes. Can't nobody save nobody except Jesus. A parent can never save their child, you know. Mm-hmm. But you just stop worrying about that. The Lord said He's keeping a close eye on her. Amen. Yes, Lord. Amen. So you know that that word bears witness with you. Is it you? Or is it somebody else? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have your purse with you? Over there. Probably. Over there. Yeah. Um, what you got in that purse in an envelope form? You have something in your purse in envelope form that you're concerned about? I have something in an envelope, but I, I don't know about it yet. <laughs> you ain't opened it? Yeah, I know what it is. A, a police certificate of good character that... I have to use if I get through with this um, foreign job thing. With the foreign job. Yeah, but I haven't heard anything about it. Is that there. something you're really concerned about? Yes. Uh, yeah. Because when I, was, when I was looking at you, I saw this, like this envelope of a thing in your purse. Yeah. And it said it was something of, of an issue to you. Yes, Prophet. Is that an issue? I don't know if it's an issue yet, but it could be an issue. I pray and it is not an issue. What could be an issue? Uh, I, I changed my name, but I haven't fully completed the process. So I have Ruth Rogers and I have Ruth Taylor, and I'm trying to I have to do the next step of the national ID card tomorrow, please God. So everything will say Ruth Taylor, but some things saying Ruth Rogers still. So little things like that. Nothing uh-huh. I hope should be an issue. You stop worrying about that and just make sure you get that paper that says name change. Yeah, they're going to do that. 
And what else you got in your purse? You got some money that's set aside for something? Yes, Prophet. What is set aside for? Can you tell me? I have to pay my rent today, Prophet. You got to pay your rent today? Yes. <laughs> Amen. I didn't pay it yesterday. Mm, 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 mm. You got a ring in your purse? Mm. I hope you don't mind me getting in your purse. I'm in your purse. Looking. I had a broken ring, Prophet, and I, I took it out. You took it out, but it was in your purse. Yes. It's broken. Yeah. A gold ring, it was broken. A personal ring? Um, no. I bought it for myself. Well, that'd be a personal ring. Yes. You bought it for yourself, right? Yeah. But you threw it away. Years ago, Prophet. Years ago? It, no. it just wasn't expensive, but it broke. So, and I have another one on that broke too. But yeah. that was years ago. Yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about right now. No, I bought it years ago, but I took it out to come here when I had to change my jewelry. So I didn't, I didn't keep it because it broke and I can't wear it anyway. So I took it out my purse. So I don't have it in my purse right now. Uh huh. And how long ago was that? Before, when I was packing to come Thursday night. Thursday night. Friday night. Friday, Friday night. Because yeah. it's. It's, it's like I'm, I'm a miniature. I'm inside your purse. <laughs> and I was looking for this ring, something about a ring in your purse. But you none took it out. You got a lot of stuff in your purse? No? No, I changed my purse, Prophet. You changed it? Yes. Uh huh. I had stuff, but no more. You ain't got that no more. Nah, I took out all my prophecies, and I have my prophecies on my purse. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. You ain't always gonna have to buy your own rings, you know. So, how much is that ring worth? Three hundred dollars. Three hundred. I was here in five. I don't know why I was here in five. Mm, it's worth $300. Yeah, I it That's what you paid for. Yeah, a long time ago. And you kept that old ring? Well, it only broke recently. So oh, it broke recently? It. Yeah, so I still uh -huh. wear it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Days gonna come when you don't have to buy your own rings. You believe that? I believe that. You believe you. that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the Lord could give you five hundred dollars or so buy you another ring. Yes. I'd be all right. I'll be all right. So five hundred dollars comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know what kind of ring you can buy for five hundred dollars, but that's what I heard. Mm -mm. Yes. All right. Thank you. You quit worrying about the uh, the name and all of that. God's got all that under control. You believe that? I believe that, Prophet. All right. Amen. Amen. All right. So nobody else on that back row. Nobody else on that. Uh huh. Mm hmm.
Ay, pasa. Ah, couple, but yes, couple. Well, I know a couple months ago, I had suicidal thoughts, but it didn't. I'm sorry, you had what? I had suicidal thoughts. I mean, it just crossed my mind and then okay. I dismissed it. And you dismissed right? it? Yes, I dismissed it. All right. But you haven't had none recently? No. No, I have. But a couple months ago? Um, a couple months ago, it's like about six months. Six months ago? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And why you think this word might be for you? Um, for how long a period did you have those feelings? The thought went across my mind for like about more than 20 minutes, and I find that was unusual for me right. to have such a thought. I had and to I have such a thought. Why, you know, and what was causing it, and I realized that um, it was like a form of depression. Uh -huh. So, so about you know everything. So that is why I think that is why. So you mean about things going on in your life? Yes. Uh huh. Has those things gotten any better? Not really, but uh, bit by bit, little things being different. A little bit different. What you, what you want to be big different? Oh, the big difference that I want is basically to stop worrying about things and stop being so unorganized. Unorganized. Myself, yes. And um, more or less have myself more on the right path than being shaken. Oh, well, that's a, good, that's a good prayer. Yeah. Because mm, that in itself could cause suicidal thoughts or cringing thoughts. or. So what do you want to be more in control of? Myself. Hmm? Myself. How so? Can you tell me? Okay. Um, because um, I'm not as organized as I used to before. Organized. I, yes. I mean... Um, to be things. unorganized means to be out of control. Right. And to be out of control is always dangerous. Right. Okay. You know, so... And then have you been pref to prayer for this? Yes, I have prayed for here, at here, mm? here. Yes, I did. Mm -hmm. Did you get satisfaction out of that prayer, or you think you need to go back? I need to go back. I think I didn't so. Think I had enough satisfaction. I think so. I think Janice is in charge of, of the lobby this afternoon, so okay. she'll make sure. Right. I think you should go back. All right. right? Um, because I think those thoughts could still ex exist. What needs to change in your life? You keep saying organized. What needs to change? Everything. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> ah, usually we ain't in that much chaos. Usually it's just one thing making a lot of noise. Um, usually our life... What, 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 first of all, you're in church this morning, so everything can't be... And, and you got here on time, so everything can't be out of whack, you know. It's just a certain area of your life that's out of whack. Yeah. And that's causing... 
that's making more noise. Yeah. It's kind of like I have many body parts, right? And I don't know what I stepped on or something. I stepped on something last night and it stuck in my big toe. I don't know what that is. But all at once, the only body part I got is my big toe. All my other body parts, they just quiet. But my big toe making a bunch of noise. Got my head thinking about the big toe. Got my hand thinking about the big toe. Everything serving the big toe. Just one little thing, you know. And usually our life is like that. And, and I want you to go to prayer and they're going to they're show you what that is. Right? Okay. Right? So uh, relationship-wise, how are you? How am I in that? Yeah. I'm not having any. You don't have no relationship? No. Sometimes that's, that's, a, that's a painful person to be involved with. No. Oh, okay. You understand? Huh? <laughs> Could that be the source of why you just not organized? No. Do you want a relationship? No. You don't want no relationship. You X the X's. No more relationships. You don't want no relationship. Don't want no relationship. You in church? You can't lie in church, you know. You don't want no relationship. <laughs> so you sure you don't want no relationship? I can't be in a relationship if I'm not organized with my own self. It, well, there's, there's some truth to that. Right. So, but, why but, put myself in that kind of uh-huh. mind, mental frame of mind uh-huh. to think about uh-huh. being like that? When you go to the prayer room, you, you're going to find out that that's some of the... You know, sometimes we don't know which come first. There's things that causes... Being unorganized, especially when you used to be, unor- when you used to be organized, all right, that means you lost your hope somewhere. There's some source that made you lose your hope. It's almost like it doesn't matter anymore. Is that true? True. Because that's a lot what causes the unorganization, right? Yeah. You just, you don't have hope anymore. And it's probably your faith in God that's keeping those suicidal thoughts back there. But if you continue in this, and I'm not saying this to scare you, but if you continue in this, they might, could get loose. I'm not saying they are, right? I'm not okay. prophesying that on you. Okay. I'm just saying it's probably your faith in God that's keeping that back, right? When you go for prayer, you see if it don't hinge around that. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Listen, your life ain't over yet. All right. Mm-hmm. Your life ain't over yet. You got, you got places to go and places to see. and mm-hmm. You like to travel, right? Yes. You would love to travel, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't travel by yourself? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I would bet that that's not true. But I'm not a betting man. <laughs> you go prayer, right? Sometimes we just give up on things because we don't think they exist. As far as relationship goes... Personally, I think we should almost keep quiet on the service, on the subject. Because you can say, I don't want no relationship. And then somebody comes along and you just totally change your mind. And you can say you want a relationship and you can't ever find one. It's all in God's hands when it's said and done. Yeah. But, but if the Bible says if, if, you know, if you have that gift to just 
is a good gift. But let's see if it's your gift. Okay. Right? You got time to go to prayer this afternoon? Yeah. You do that. And you tell them what conspired here so yeah. they know what to, uh, to address, right? Okay. Amen? Amen. No more, no more of that. What does cringe mean to you? Um, what did it mean to me? Yeah. Like being afraid, keeping away from things. Uh, uh, how, do, how, does that word, how does that word fit into your life? Um, these days I am afraid of a lot of things I realize that I never was afraid of. Um, so it has me a bit uncomfortable. And, okay. um, so there's a lot of things you're afraid of. Mm -hmm. It makes you cringe. Yes. That's going to disappear from you today. No more cringing. This fear is going to leave you. Okay. This fear, this hopelessness is going to leave you. Okay. I want you to go for prayer just so you can get your mind on, on the issue a little bit better. Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you today, all that fear is going to disappear. All the cringing is going to disappear. Okay. And it's, you're just going to walk around saying, I can't believe I was afraid of this. Your faith is going to rise up. It's going to get a booster shot today. Your faith is going to rise up. Okay. And you're going to stop being so afraid. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Thanks. What an awesome God we serve. So you're in the lobby today, right? So make sure that they know what to dress, right? Hallelujah. Mmm, Yes, Nicole, come on. I'm looking to see if I got one more. I have one more. All right. It seems invisible. I don't know what that means. That's strange. A left hand or a left arm that seems somewhat invisible. Something with the left arm, left hand. Mm. Left arm, left hand, left hand. Mm. 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 
Who is that? Something with your left arm. Is that you? What about your left arm? Mm-hmm. All there is hurting. How long has it been hurting? This morning. Just this morning? You woke, you, my son stopped leaning on me so much in church. I thought it was that. Oh, he was leaning on you a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it happened in church? Or before church? Yeah, before. Uh-huh. So your son leans on you a lot? <laughs> in church especially. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe he knows that gospel song. Lean <laughs> on me. <laughs> I was thinking uh, All right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So maybe sometimes you feel like there's a, a lot of things leaning on you. Yeah. That true? Yeah. Mm. You know, we can always do far more than we think once we realize God is our strength. Hmm? All right, so you, you, your left arm, your left shoulder has been hurting you, right? Mm-hmm. What is the invisible? What does that mean? Invisible. You sometimes feel invisible, like people don't see you. Yeah. Uh huh. So they're always leaning. They're leaning on you, but you feel invisible, like nobody sees you. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. In other words, they don't see. It's like they don't see the work that you do. Yeah. Make sense. Mm. Well, the truth is all that matters is that we do what God tells us to do. And all that matters is God sees what we do. Amen. And so our reward is coming. Yes. All right. All that pain's got to disappear from you right now. Huh? I think that most... Have you ever had that before? Not until lately. Not until when? Lately. Lately. All right. Sometimes, you know, things have a funny way of manifesting in our bodies. Check your hand. Mm-hmm. It's gone? Wow, yeah. like that. Glory, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So loose. The whole back of your neck is loose. Mm-hmm. What kind of car you drive? Blue what? Diesel. Blue. Diesel. Honda. Honda. Oh, okay, Honda. So you've been wanting a new one? Uh. Yeah. Uh huh. All things are possible with God, you know. Hmm. Hmm. What kind of car you want? My dream car would be a Range Rover. A Range Rover. That's, all right. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to have dream pockets for that one, right? But God can do anything, right? All right. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just going to pray that a new one comes. Amen. I'll let you decide what you can afford or what you have faith to afford. But here's the things about all vehicles. They just all got four tires. And probably the same tire company made them all. The Toyota and the Range Rover probably was made at the same factory. Uh, 
Them tires is just about, that's about everything, you know. So, may you have your Range Rover. But if not, something close to it. How about that? So you're feeling good, right? Yes, rest of the family feeling good. Yes, house coming along. Slowly. You want it to move faster? Yeah. You want it to move faster? All right. You trust God, it's going to move faster. Amen. Right? Be led by the Lord. If you have bad feelings about certain people, stay away from them. Trust God. Sometimes you may not feel like you can hear God good. Sometimes God just speaks in your discernment. You just realize, I don't know about that. Trust Him. Yes? Amen. Amen. When you want this house to be finished by? I want to move in. I don't want to pay rent after. I want this January to be the last month of paying rent. I this move in in February. You want to move in in February. Yeah. Is, it, is that possible? You need a lot of angels to help that. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. All right. Mm. So I want you to move in in February too. Amen. Mm. Mm. You can receive that. Definitely. All right. The prophet wants you to move in too. That means God wants you to move in too. Right? Amen. 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 See, sometimes when you know God is for you, uh, you know, um, not to, uh, I mean, I can't do anything that, that God don't want me to do. But sometimes I find people's faith increase once they realize I'm for them. Yes. Yes. Mm? Yes. So if your faith increases because you know I'm for you, how much more can your faith increase when you believe that God is for you? Yes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're ready, huh? What? I heard you up here or the go, you know. I just didn't say nothing. Uh, what you want, a boy or a girl? It don't matter. You want a little boy that looks like Gary? Uh, all right. Either way, all right, all right, all right. Yes, Nicole. Everybody have a beautiful week. Yes, God wants you to have a good week. If you don't want to have one, I don't want to force it on you, you know, but it is, it is there for you. God wants you to have a good week. He wants you to accomplish things this week. But you got to let him do it. Amen. You got to let him lead you. Amen. Be blessed.